You're listening to the Geek Out Loud podcast, the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. this episode of Geek Out Loud, a good friend Casey stops back by as we delve into some emails, and then we talk about our favorite holiday Christmas movies. So we're starting a little Christmas cheer on this month's edition of Your Safe Place to Geek Out. This is the Geek Out Loud Podcast. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Geek Out Loud, the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. I say that weird because I've gone to kind of a monthly rotation now with Geek Out Loud, what with the hosting duties of Starkville's House of L and my new podcast that some of you may know about called The Big Honkin' Show, where we just have fun once a week. It's a good time. I enjoy it, but I'm glad to be with you guys, the greatest podcast listening audience in the universe. I hope you don't feel neglected. I hope you don't feel left out. Um, I've wanted, every day I want to do a Geek Out Loud podcast. It's just every day I don't have the time. But to help me geek out with you guys is we're going to jump into the mailbag and talk a few things. Holiday season's here, so we're going to be talking about some of that stuff. To help us do that today, we're bringing back a co-hosting favorite, ladies and gentlemen, Casey. Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey everybody. It's so good to be here. That's, what if that's how you talk? What if that's how you sounded when you talked? Hey, everybody. <laughs> so good to be here. Uh, <laughs> I can't do that. Okay. Well, howdy. Um, did you ever watch Space Goes Coast to Coast? Yes. That Brack? That's my bad imitation of Brack on there. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Go down here doing my thing. Um, how are you? I'm doing well. I mean, we've already, I mean, I know that you're doing well because we've already been hanging out a little bit. Yeah. But everyone else doesn't know that. So, I, that's why I ask, that's why I ask you, how you doing? Um, What's been going on? What's been geeky in your life? Anything? Smallville. 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 Smallville has rocked this season. It, We've talked a little bit about it off air. It is totally rocked. Smallville has been outstanding. And um, you can listen to me talk about that over at smallvillepodcast.com. Speaking of that, let Casey... I don't want to bring the show down two and a half minutes in. All right? I, I, I don't want to do that, but I think I'm going to have to. I have a few matters of etiquette I need to clear up with the listening audience. Okay. Number one, I've been getting a lot, because what we've done on Starkville's House of L, do you listen? You listen to Shoe? 
Yes. You can lie if you don't. I mean, oh, that's I okay. Do. I do. Um, or you don't have to lie. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> you can lie if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was. That's the ego slipping in there. <laughs> don't hurt my feelings. Um, no, uh, you know we've gone to a format ever since Derek kind of stepped away from the mic, where there's kind of a rotating guest host kind of thing going on, and different people come in for different episodes, that sort of thing. The way I choose who comes in is a. Do we have a celebrity guest that week? Is Brian Austin Green going to come on and talk about Metallo with me? B, is Derek coming back? I mean, that's the, that is the path it takes. It's, it's celebrity guest, Derek. Then I dip into the pool of, of people that have helped with the Starkville's Houseville podcast over the years. I don't mean they've necessarily been on it, but I mean they've been big supporters. They've done one thing or the other for it to kind of help us, to help grease the wheels of the show, so to speak. So it is that if I don't know you, in other words, if all you're doing is following me on Twitter, I'm not going to say, yeah, come on, talk about the show, talk about this with me. And I've been getting a lot of requests to come on the show. Uh, people do it for Geek Out Loud. People do it for Starkville's House of L. And it's just, it's a thing where if I don't know you, um, I can't necessarily bring you on in good conscience. Send me an audition tape. <gasps> Ooh. We could do Geek Out Loud Idol. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. <laughs> we could do Geek Ooh. Out Loud Idol. Who would the judges be? Ooh, I want to be a judge. You like to judge people. I, yeah. I can see that. I can do that. I like to judge people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very critical. I'm be- <laughs> I think between me and you, we would rip a few people so this should be extra a safe place orifices. To geek out. I know, but maybe it's we a- should do a separate podcast that's like. No, I think tape. I think what we should do is we should do it under the umbrella of Geek Out Loud, Geek oh, Out okay. Loud Idol, but with the understanding that the gloves are off. That's pretty. All right. Um, in other words, if you're going to send in an audition tape to co-host Geek Out Loud or Starkville's House of L then you need to be prepared to hear the worst about your performance. That's that's understandable. We, I mean. we'll, we'll follow up with rules later. Here's the other piece of <laughs> etiquette I want to talk to you about, Casey. Casey, you're a girl. I am a girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and guys like girls most of the time. A lot of guys like girls. Okay. A lot of geeky guys like girls okay where are we going here okay i'm about to tell you i people have found me on facebook and that is great i am i am more than willing and more than happy to friend people on facebook send me a friend request let me know that you listen to one of the podcasts and i'll just add you to my little friend group and that's fine that's fine here's what's not cool if you don't know me in other words, if you're not in my circle of real life friends, don't look at my friends list and then add attractive women as your friend. <laughs> um, is this happening? Paul? Yes, this is happening. Oh no! Yeah, and and it's really uncomfortable when when I get a text from from someone that's in my real life circle of friends and they're like, "Hey, do you know so and so?" And I do recognize the name as being someone that I friended on Facebook, trying to be a nice guest host, you know, or trying to be a nice podcast host. Just trying not to shun the people 
and uh, and they take advantage of it like that. So if 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 that continues, I'm I'm going to have to shut down Facebook to people I don't know, Casey. And oh, I feel no. bad. I feel bad for that. Well, you'd still be on my Facebook friends. Oh, okay. But I'd have to defriend oh, a lot of people. I hate defriending. I know, and I don't want to do that. If you really want to get involved in me. What? <laughs> in me life, I should say. That's, <laughs> if you really want if you really want to kind of be on the social networking sites with me, the place to go is Twitter, twitter.com forward slash big Hawkin, because I'm active there, semi active there. And I don't really do real life friends on Twitter, except for a very few handful that are also podcasting buddies and that sort of thing. Um, my Twitter is my, is my geek out loud kind of place. So, and the forums, of course, which we got I got to talk with some people about the forms. I don't know why I'm doing all this. You know why I'm doing all this business right now off the top, Casey? So we can get it out of the way? Well, it's been a month. Oh, man. It's been a month since I've I've been on the show, so we got to do all this. We got to get the boring stuff out of the way. And now an announcement. An announcement? Are you ready for this announcement? I don't know, is it a good announcement? I think so. Okay. I think it's a pretty positive announcement. M- starting Monday, th- today is Saturday. Hopefully this will be posted on Monday, November 30th. <clears throat> My plan is that on Monday, November 30th, when you are able to download Geek Out Loud, you can go over to geekoutpodcast.com or geekoutonline.com. There will be a tab at the top of the page that says T-shirts. And we'll be beginning t-shirt pre-orders. Yay! So, yeah, yeah. Or I might just make the Geek Out Loud store because we're also going to be offering hoodies. So we'll have, we'll have, your, we'll have your choice of t-shirts or hoodies uh, in the Geek Out Loud store. Well, I have a serious question. Mm-hmm. Will there be pink ones? I haven't thought about a pink one. I really want a pink one. Just so you know. Okay, well, I'll see what I can do. I hadn't really thought about a pink one. We were going with Pink's more. Pink's my favorite color. Yeah, Steve. yeah. The the shirt looks really good. It it's uh the t shirt itself is a red, um, t shirt. And I know a lot of people were saying, please don't do that, please don't do that. But Geek Out Loud is is kind of got the red, red, blue, and yellow thing going. And so what it is is it's a red t shirt. It's got the Geek Out Loud logo and a lot of in like the polka dots like you see in the, um, in the in the down in the AAC down in the album art if you're on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You can see the kind of the Geek Out Loud logo, and it's got those things kind of spiraling away from the Geek Out Loud logo on the front. Ooh. It looks really cool. It and sounds then on the, really cool. And then on the back, it has in just a white stencil of the Geek Out Loud logo with the website. Very cool. Yeah, I'm really they're they're an awesome shirt design as done by Michael Cohen, uh, who also designed the website. He designed BigHonkinShow.com, and uh, and he does such great work over at Arc Wolf Studio. Arc Wolf Studios. So <laughs> Arc Wolf. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. We'll be doing pre-orders for two weeks. Um, and once we've got those pre-orders in, we're going to shut down the store and get those orders put out. And if there's a demand for more beyond that, then we may open the store up and then just kind of try to process orders as, as we get them. But, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. it. It, you should hopefully, um, I don't know that you'll be able to have them by Christmas, but by 2010, you should be able to have them. 
That's exciting. So, yeah, yeah, really looking forward to, to seeing it. I'm, here's the deal, people. If we're going to do this, if it's going to work out, we've, we've really got to sell 100 T-shirts or the equivalent of like any combination of T-shirts, hoodies, 100 has to, is the magic number that we're leaning toward. With, we can do that. With, well, with, a, with on average 1,500 people listening, shouldn't be a problem. That's less than 10% of you listeners. So I believe in you. And, and the, let's be honest, Geek Out Loud listening audience, greatest podcast listening audience in the universe, you guys have never failed me, ever. Like, I, f- I fail you more than you fail me because look how long it takes me to get on an episode. Look, I mean, I've had to cut back to monthly. I'm the failure here, not the listening audience. You're so. not a failure, Steve. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, have you got any big announcements you'd like to make? No. <sighs> All right. Having said that, then. <laughs> no, I would like to say this. I've been blogging, Steve, <laughs> and my blogs aren't showing up on the website. Well, Steve. yeah, that's true. You speak truth. No one's are. Is it because they're not geeky enough? No, 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 no. I just... Is it I because was, they're poorly written? No, I'll tell you what happened. I was trying to get everyone that's been sending in, trying to get everything caught up, plus get some of my own stuff in there, and I was doing good for a few days, and then... You were? Yeah, and then the holidays... And um and so yeah so I've got to get your cake blog up. That's the only one I've got, right? Is it? I think so because I put your Watchmen one up. Oh yeah. Should we talk about Watchmen, Casey? Maybe we shouldn't. Should we? Uh, I think I hurt some feelings. Well, let's. You know what? Let's go there. Let's uh Should let's we do go this. There? Yeah. Well, what? Here's what I'm going to do because here, why I'm why I'm getting to the website. Let me. I was on Flicks recently. A mm-hmm. podcast with our buddies Jason and Dan. We talked about Empire Strikes Back and uh, had a good time with those guys. Prior to that, a few weeks ago, I was on a, I was on a podcast called Media Junkyard. Media Junkyard is not a safe-for-work podcast, but it is. those guys are great. They're all geeks. They're great guys. We, have a, we had a blast on there. Um, one of the hosts is a guy named Robin. And I want to say that Robin is um, Batman's sidekick. No, Robin is the guy who who really kind of got defensive of um, of the Watchmen, which is fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, here we go. Who hated the Watchmen? Is what I called this piece. And, Casey, you talked about the fact that you did not like the movie. I didn't. That's okay, because guess who else didn't like the movie? You? Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) And it's not because I don't... Listen, here's the thing. I recognize that visually the movie was stunning. I recognize that as as a comic book adaptation, the movie was successful. It it was the closest thing to a comic book adaptation (coughs) as far as the... The story and characters being ripped off the page. It really was. It was that definitely, and the music was good. I liked the music. The the definitely, soundtrack was out of this world. The, the 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 soundtrack, as far as the music they used within the, the Bob Dylan, the Muse, all the stuff they used, mm-hmm. and the score for the movie was really good. Yeah. Now, having said all that, my problem with the Watchmen is is I come to it with already a dislike of the story. 
Me too. From the get go. So Me too. You know, so it was fighting a losing battle with me from the start. Now, not, and that's not to say, here's the thing. I understand why people like it. Okay. And maybe we're different in that way. I don't, I can understand how people can like it. I can understand it. Um, but, uh, (laughs) I just don't agree with it here. So what I did with your blog is I actually made it as though we were having a conversation as such. Yeah. And, um, and we kind of agreed on most points and um i kind of wish that we could have wrote it together i, I, I really do because i, really I think do. it would have would have flowed a little well better. i like the flow i like the line you and after three long hours i have to say this girly geek really hated that movie and i put it was the naked blue guy wasn't it <laughs> 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 um sometimes i make me laugh so here is here are the comments we got um because at, at at the bottom, I went ahead and I put, hey, if you are really into The Watchmen, here's a link to buy the the, the soundtrack, the graphic novel, the movie on Blu-ray. You know, I was shilling products on Amazon.com. I would to have, like, the soundtrack. Well, I'm like, telling you what, if you, if you go nice. to any of these, these articles that are being written at the bottom, a lot of times there'll be products from Amazon there, and those are placed there in case you see something you want. You click on it, you go buy it, it helps the, the site out if you do it from the site. There's also a handy-dandy Amazon search bar. So if you're doing some holiday shopping this season, go over there to the handy-dandy. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to the handy-dandy search bar, geekoutonline.com, and support the site. You don't have to, you know, you're not buying me anything, but what you buy, it's like I've referred you there and I get a kickback. So, Or the site does, not me. And, uh, and in the past, we've made enough to keep the site running. I haven't done that lately, so... Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so, Robin says, says you're wrong. He says, let's read it. He says, lame. No, you are wrong. So, what you're saying is the only good thing about this was the Dylan song. But buy the movie and support the site? You lost me when you decided to comment on Laurie's hair, girl geek. So <laughs> Her hair was so bad. And I'm just saying that must be an 80s thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, hair in the 80s was bad in general, but... You know, he says, he says, Steve, bad. if you don't think Alan Moore cares about superheroes, I suggest you check out the Superman stories, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, and For the Man Who Has Everything. Also, of course, The Killing Joke and his proposed series to DC called Twilight of the Superheroes. Robin, here's the thing about the proposed Twilight of the Superheroes. That became Watchmen, as I understand it. Because what, what Alan Moore wanted to do was say, hey, let's do this with these heroes of the Justice League, and they're like, new. And that's why all these different heroes are, can be linked to someone in the Justice League at the time that he was writing. Um, I really think he thought a lot about what makes superheroes tick. If he can't wrap his head around their emotions and their connections with mankind, he wouldn't have put so much thought into these stories and Watchmen. When it comes to Dr. Manhattan, I think his mind is working on a totally different plane than Superman or the Manhunter. Talking about Martian Manhunter. He can take apart and assemble things even as tiny as atoms. His mind is very analytical since the accident, and his consciousness is in the past, present, and future at the same time. After he had been set up with the whole cancer scare, he is obviously going to feel a bit distant from humanity. Anyway, I'm sure this doesn't change either of your opinions. That's true. But I couldn't help but retort. Some of the criticism of the movie just felt a little bit unjustified. I think it's one of the best comic book adaptations to date. Truth. I cannot deny one of the best comic book adaptations to date. That's Te- true. When you get technical and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The thing that I came away from was I just don't enjoy the story from the get-go. 
Yeah, me either. You know, I, I like superhero stories to be super. So, um, you know. And to his point about me um, shilling Watchmen, even though we didn't really like it, I'm like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, buy stuff. So, so yeah, I, you know. So that was one of the things you've done for us. You got that yeah. little storm started. I appreciate that. And you've got some other stuff you going on with the with the site. We've got right now. We've got some uh, comic book reviews up by Super Clerk. I've tried to delve back into my top ten favorite supervillains. Um, you know, just trying to make the site come back alive, basically. Yeah. You know, trying to revive the old the old dog. But yeah, we need to get some new posts up there. Though. I know, right? I know. Um, when was the last one from? November 6th. So, yeah, it's been a few weeks. Yeah, so probably. Dang, 20-some-odd days. <laughs> Three weeks. <laughs> Three weeks. So It might but, be time to update that. It might be time to do a lot of things, Casey. might be time to do a lot of things. But you know what it is time to do? Emails. Emails. Let's jump into some emails. The first one comes from Brian. He says, Hey, Steve, just had a few thoughts while driving home from work today on some possible great show topics. Voice actors. Ooh. Specifically of so many of the 80s cartoons that that we all know and love. So many of those guys did so many voices in Transformers, G.I. Joe, and others. Some are just shocking and some really obvious. It would be even more awesome if you would... If you would... Use some of your no fear charisma and you now have from BAG and Stan Bush and now Jimmy Mack and Jason to ask someone like Frank Welk or Chris Lotta for an interview. Brian, I would love to have Chris Lotta on for an interview, but he has passed. He's no longer with us and has been that way for years. Chris Lotta was the voice of Starscream and Transformers and Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe, in the G.I. Joe series. Which I found out the other day I could do a Cobra Commander. Do it. If you not. (laughs) I haven't heard this. Yes, you have. You heard me with the Force Cast guys, Dave, talking about. Or Michael Bailey. Pretend like I didn't. Okay. Well, Cobra Commander from the old 80s cartoon. You remember remember how he sounded? Yeah. Okay. Um, I need a scenario. Let's do okay. It's like <laughs> it's like whose line it is anyway. I need a I need a place. Give me a place. Coffee house. Okay, coffee house and something you do at a coffee house. Order a latte. Okay, there, here's Cobra Commander <laughs> ordering a, a latte. A mocha latte. A mocha latte. All right. <clears throat> Greetings, citizen. <laughs> I hear your coffee is. Quite wonderful. <laughs> what could you offer me in the way of a latte? <laughs> oh, the list is over here. You're a buffoon, Cobra Commander. That's Destro's signy. <laughs> I believe I will just have a mocha latte and you will give it to me for free. 
So that's Cobra <laughs> Commander. That's, that's, I love it. That's so, awesome. Um, he says you could even press him. I worry for that. Number two thing, voice actors. That would be cool. They're so if I were going to do a show on voice actors, I would like to have a voice actor or a couple of voice actors uh, available to interview. Um, the ones I'm most familiar with right now, though, based on because of their exposure through the Force cast, are the ones that are doing the Clone Wars. And there's a cat on there that he's the he's a current voice of Fred Flintstone, and I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. I want to say it might be D. Bradley Baker, but I get him confused with the guy who does the voice of all the clones. Anyhow, he was the voice of Marty and Doc in the old Back to the Future cartoon. He, like I say, he's the current voice of Fred Flintstone, and he is Obi Wan. He does the voice of Obi Wan on the Clone Wars. Oh, cool! He is. It is ridiculous to hear him. These voices just come out of his mouth when he talks, <laughs> and um, and so yeah, I, that would be my thing. Is I would like to get some people who are actual voice actors in here to kind of talk about the art of it and that sort of thing. So we, I don't know that that sounds right. That way you could do cool. that maybe. Number two, he says, popular franchises that have either been rebooted or had a major retcon in their story arcs. I can't think of any really good examples that come to mind other than the latest Star T blank blank K. He didn't, like, that's how he put it. He didn't spell out Trek. It's oh. like he was putting a cuss word there. Oh. <laughs> uh, he said, I won't mention the four-letter word on the podcast. But I'm sure if people on the forums are given a task or if I can peel myself away from work and all my volunteer stuff... My love's uh, two screaming children long enough to think. I can come up with a few as well. Would be an excuse to get Derek back on the show since he's such a media enthusiast in general. Just ideas. If they're too hard or you already have ideas for the next two episodes, which will take you up to December, then no worries. Just tossing <laughs> them out there. And that, what's funny is this was written back in July. So <laughs> and that comes from Brian up in Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. He says he has two Im- impersonations coming my way. He just has to sit down and record them and drop them in email. One is the announcer guy from the Super Friends episode in Batman and Robin cartoons. Uh, and then the other is Ralph the dog doing the same thing. I don't know if I've gotten those yet. Did you ever email those to me, Brian? Send them back to me if you have. I, someone did send me an, an email with a potential new intro to Geek Out Loud. but um, And while I appreciate their work, I didn't use it. Just because there's something to be said about the one we got now. Oh. But anyhow, um, popular franchises that have either been rebooted or had a major retcon in their story arcs. The one that comes to mind right off the bat is V, the new series V on ABC. Have you watched that? I've seen have a you, couple episodes. Have you seen this? Do you watch this? You, yeah. um, not excited about it. Me either. I'm just oh, kind oh of my like Atlanta. Casey, bored with it. What? By the way, what? I've watched Lost. And? I have gone up through the end of season four. And? Not a fan. Aww. I'm sorry. That's sorry. cool. It's not for everybody. Mm. My thing is, is in the first season, there was a lot that I already knew that I didn't realize that I already knew. Or maybe I'm just smart. Okay. In the second season, that is where I try. I think I tried to pick up. Maybe that's why I knew the stuff from the first season, because I tried to catch up a little bit before I got into the second season. The second season's where I kind of got into it for a few episodes. I'm like, this is dumb. There's just too many questions and not enough answers. Um, so I let it be. 
I'm like, I'm, I'm stepping away. I'm stepping, and I was fine with it. At your behest, you're the one who said, go back and watch. So on Netflix, they had them available. Easy, instant watch. Through my Xbox Live. Watched them up. I would do Lost for Lunch every day. I, in fact, I tweeted a little bit about it. And the first season, my whole thing coming away was this. Every time I'd say, I'm just not seeing all the hype. People would say, well, wait till this episode. Got to that episode. I'm like, still don't see it. Well, wait. Wait till you get to season two. Got to season two. I'm like, still don't see it. Wait till you get to season three. Got to season three. Still don't see it. Wait till you get to season four. Here I am, season four. You know, um, but here's my thing. Sorry, you didn't. Well, the thing is, now that I've invested the time, I'm going to watch till the end. The season five comes out on DVD in a couple of weeks, and hopefully they'll have that to watch instantly on Netflix as well and I'll catch up with that and then I'll just wait for season six to be over and just wait for that to come out on DVD the final season like that's how I want to watch them I don't want to devote time every week to waiting and watching and that sort of thing well I'm sorry you didn't like them well I mean I, I see feel bad that it's I another like, thing where it. it's another thing where I see where people enjoy it I see where people really like the show and I see what grips them in it's all the cliffhangers I mean, the one thing the lost people have down is the art of the cliffhanger. You know, you've got to keep watching so you'll know what in the world's going on. Um, I just don't... Well, see, the last season is kind of Mm -hmm. losing me a little bit. But, I mean, I'm going to keep watching it. I just... Well, you've only got one season to go. Yeah. So, um, I I see why people have gotten into it. I really do. I, there are a lot of answers I hope are questioned. I mean, a lot of questions I hope are answered <laughs> by the end of it, or it's going to be one of those things where people just wasted their time with the show and they're going to have a big fan backlash. Not that it'll matter because the show will be over. But, um, but I, you know, I mean, the thing is, the one thing they do well with Lost, other than the cliffhangers, is there are a few characters that you really, you really latch on to, and they do a good job of not... Of, of keeping in mind that though we've been watching the show or people have been watching the show for five years, the characters have only been on the island for 100, 120 days. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at three, four months worth of time. So you don't have these huge changes in character. You know, no matter what decisions they make, they make them based on the person they were when that ship, when that plane, not that ship, but that plane first crashed. You know, right. there are some small changes in them, and there are some things that, but a lot of it is just all of who they are being brought out. So, well, who, which character do you like the best? Sawyer. He's my favorite. Straight up, love me some Sawyer. My, I like him, and I really like Saeed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like Saeed. I could take or leave Saeed. I like Juliet, too. Yeah, I don't really care for her. She I irks like her. me. Um, Saeed, in the first season, when he hooked up with... Um, Oh, the dude from Smallville Season 3, his sister, Boone's sister. <laughs> uh, when he hooked up with Boone's sister, I didn't buy that. No. It was I, I didn't buy, buy And so that kind of put me off because here, here's a guy who was so into this woman that that he had the thing with Nadia or whatever her name is. Um, he's not going to just kind of throw all that away on an island for this blonde who's a spoiled brat. And... um. No offense to blondes, Casey. I'm just saying, you know, and she's, I mean, she's good looking. Don't get me wrong. She was, she was a nice looking individual, but I just don't buy that he was so 
head over heels. Yeah, there. yeah. Okay. Um, and so that kind of put me off to his character. You know, that kind of, and usually I'm not that way with people, but like I just kind of like, yeah, you know, you're a wishy-washy man. So I, I'm not as big a Hurley fan as people would think that I would be. I'm, I don't really like Hurley Though either. when they got the van. That was so funny. That was a great episode, by the yeah. way. I, the thing about Hurley is, is is I like the fact there's a little, I like the fact that he's comic relief, but I also like the fact that there's a little bit more depth to him than just being the funny fat guy on the on the show um because that could be you know that's one of those things where the tendency would be to go that way but hurley's got a lot going on not just the curse of the numbers and everything but you know he's got a whole lot going on from that so uh, yeah but sawyer's my man like i just i really like him like i think i see good in him that no one sees i think i see <laughs> i do i really do i just totally buy into who he is yeah. And his whole life and everything. Like, he, I just, they should have done a show with just Sawyer wandering the earth <laughs> and being thrown into situations where he has to help people rather than take advantage really of funny. them. I think that'd be great. That dude should be in the new 18 movie. <laughs> I'm serious. That like, would be pretty cool. I really like Sawyer. And I'll tell you who, what else I've bought into, surprisingly enough. Um, is the Jen and Son relationship. Yeah. I am I am a big fan of Jen and Son. See, so, I really don't like episodes that are centered around them for some reason. I don't like episodes that are centered around them necessarily, but I just like the relationship. And I'll be straight up with you. There was a scene with an exploding ship in, in one of the seasons. And, and I told people straight up, I'm like, I went on Twitter. I said, here's the deal, Losties. If you want me to continue watching Lost, I need someone to spoil this for me. Does this character survive? And they spoiled it for me. And I was like, okay, I'll continue to watch. Um, so that's how sold out I was. I, I guess it was the whole thing. I tell you when I bought into their relationship was at the end of season one when she gives him the book of English to go on the raft with the guys. Mm -hmm. And they have their little moment before the raft launches. And I was just like, tear, you know. Uh, no, I just really dug it, you know. And I yeah. did, and I picked up on the whole Han and Chewy thing too before Sawyer <laughs> ever called him Han and Chewy because where Michael walks over, Jenny's like, no, 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 this one goes there, that one goes there. I'm like, they're doing Han and Chewy, and then like 15 minutes later, Sawyer says, "All right, Han and Chewy, what are we doing?" You know. <laughs> yes. So. Nice. And that's another reason I like Sawyer. Sawyer's really in tune. He's got, I think Sawyer's a geek. Oh, yeah? I think Sawyer's got a touch of geek about him. Well, he's always referencing pop culture stuff, mm -hmm. particularly Star Wars. What Star did he, Wars is referenced a lot. Yeah. Whenever they, well, I don't know if I, you've seen this. Wait, it could be spoiling it. Go back to 1977? Yeah. I haven't seen that, but I read about the reference okay. back in the day. That's in this oh, yeah. season that I hadn't seen yet. It's so. really cool. Yeah. Really funny. Um, but Sawyer, I think, I mean, what's the first thing he does when he gets all this stuff together? And he, what is he always doing outside of his little tent? Reading. Yeah. Whatever, whatever he can get his hands on. He's reading. He's a reader. I, mm -hmm. he's, I think Sawyer's a smart guy, and he's a bit of a geek. Just because he can't track much, like Kate and, and Saeed can, mm -hmm. doesn't make him unintelligent. And then to be a con man, a successful con man, you got to be. Yeah, he's pretty funny. I, I really like him. I dig some Sawyer. I really dig on some Sawyer. So... 
But anyhow, he was talking about franchises that have been rebooted or had a major retcon. And V is on ABC right now. Juliet plays on V. The, yes, she the does. chick who plays Juliet. Um, I'm I can't I'm not a big I'm liking it. It's okay. I, don't I like just it. I don't like it. My thing is it's like I watched it in the eighties. So I know what's happening you know i mean it's like none of the, none of this stuff is a surprise to me i know what's going to take it's like do something to shock me well see i don't know what's going on i've never mm-hmm. saw the original but to me it's just like okay they're aliens they're here they have ulterior motives we're here we're aliens i, I mean it's kind of like okay so what <laughs> i mean i really don't um care. yeah yeah that's the only that in star trek are the only things i and we've talked about star trek on the podcast um, the movie that is that came out this past summer. I can't think of anything else that's really been relaunched or rebooted that is worth talking about. I mean, not really. I mean, we have like 90210 and. Yeah, but I don't watch don't those. Watch Melrose Place is back on, of course. Um, Scrubs, after it was canceled on NBC, moved to ABC, and I guess they've been pretty successful. They're starting a new season up. Yeah. In In January. So I don't know. I mean, I I can't really think of anything else. I, Hulk, they kind of rebooted <laughs> with the last summer. Have you seen anything out of Iron Man too? By the way, no. Oh my Lanta, Casey. Is it going to be awesome? Oh my Lanta, I think it's going to be just smack you in the face and. Well, I really enjoyed the first one. Oh so sure, I'd heck be really yeah, yeah, yeah. To see another one. Um, and all the restructured, you know, Marvel's going to be bought out by Disney or whatever it is. And so mm-hmm. a lot of craziness. We haven't talked about any of this on the show. And we're not going to right now. This one comes from Blake. <laughs> Blake says, Dear Mr. Steve. What are, you, what are you, Blake, 12? Mr. Steve. Are you 12? As is, as is true with most of your listeners, I was directed your way by you from, <laughs> from <laughs> Shoe. I've just recently started listening to your podcast and have just caught up on all your episodes from Shoe to Goal. One of my favorite things about your show are your sound effects and clips. I've loved the music that you played at, um, during the show's introduced topic, i.e. Postman and the Real Life Superhero, as well as your personal sound effects, especially the dink dinks, quote, finger quotes, dink dink, and, uh, and the first time emailer, Woo-hoo. of which I am. Woo! Sound. Uh, <laughs> since... Since you give yourself a hard time when you misread or have trouble with a line, I suggest that you add a little whoopsie from the Mortal Kombat game <laughs> as a new sound effect. Do you know what that sound effect is? Yes. Uh, for when that happens. I think we've talked about that before. I'm pretty yeah. sure that I almost died at work when I heard you do that for the first time. <laughs> I think that was the yeah, show you we were, were on. Yeah. yeah, whoopsie. What am I? <laughs> I can't start doing it because then I'll... Oh, it'll be, you'll start laughing. Yes. Well, no, I'll just keep on. I'll, be, I'll keep going, whoopsie. And... Uh, <laughs> And people get tired of me doing that, and, and, and Cobra Commander will come back out eventually. He'll be like, <laughs> stop doing that noise! Um, one of my friends was talking to me the other day, and he commented on how much he liked it when we hung out and nerded out about Smallville and heroes and such. They were having a bromance moment. Aww. He's like, hey, buddy, you know I really like it when we hang out and nerd out about That's so things. Cool. That's <laughs> I couldn't help but correct him that the appropriate term is to, quote fingers, dink, dink, geek out uh, before sending him your way. Hopefully he is the first of many that I'm able to turn on to the greatness. I don't want to read that sentence. 
Where is it? It's right there. It. Hopefully, he is the first of many that I'm able to. The greatness that is Steve Glosson. I don't, but no, don't say that, dude. Um, my advice to everyone is always the same: seek out the geek out. You're gonna write that down. Seek out. <laughs> it's a T-shirt. If you're ever in Houston, <laughs> that's Blake from Houston. Blake, thanks so much for emailing. Glad to hear from you. And you don't have to call me Mr. Steve, dude. Um, that's weird. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here? Um, there's some that I haven't marked that I guess I should have marked because I read them on my BlackBerry, and I and I don't mm-hmm. mark them. So... Um, Okay, pause, pause, pause. Well, you know, anyhow. Okay, so we're back. I was just, there was a moment of DVD purchase possibility that just came through. Cheap (laughs) DVD purchase possibility. I'm leaving all that in, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, this comes from, um, let's see, Samuel. I enjoy listening to your podcast. He says, I first became aware of you through Shoe and Skynex. Like everybody, I've recently began to go through that. You didn't first become aware of me through Shoe and Skynex. No, I've known you for a long time. That's right. <laughs> BFFs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm listening to episode 13. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. You need to catch on up as I write this email. I've been a comic book and superhero fan for as long as I can remember. The first comic book I ever got was Batman number 500. With the Azrael Batman on the cover, also known as Azbats. Mm-hmm. I work in the shame the shame. I work in the same <laughs> shopping plaza as my local comic shop and usually stop in once a month or so. Have a small collection, mostly trades and a few full runs like Civil War. I'm interested into getting into Superman comics, but I have a few questions first. First, what are the current Superman titles? Casey? I don't know. Okay. Second, which are the best in your opinion? Thanks for your assistance. I don't know. Okay. Um, first, I'd like to tell the story. He talks about working in the same plaza as a comic shop. I can't believe he only stops by once a month. Thank you. Okay. A, dude, once a week, Wednesdays. You want <laughs> you need to go in. New Comic Wednesday, that's the time to go. When I lived in Virginia, I worked for a while at a DQ up there. And it wasn't a it wasn't a Dairy Queen like we know them and love them in a freestanding store. It was in a little shopping plaza. You had a, I think it was a Harris Teeter grocery store and then like a cvs drug store and then up the way a little bit there was uh dairy queen and then there was a several shopping stages well there was a comic book shop down from us mm-hmm. i was in that joker every wednesday <laughs> like even if i was working i'd look at my manager and be like all right i'm taking a break right now and that's when i would go down and i'd buy the comics mm-hmm. every wednesday if you're right there dude and you got a job Every Wednesday. That's when you need to be there. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Um, Superman titles right now. Ah, uh, goodness gracious. Here's the thing. The Superman titles are discombobulated right now, Casey. Aww. You like that word. I do. That's my favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Um, Superman has left Earth. Sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he left Earth because... 100,000 Kryptonians that were released when the bottled city of Kandor was set free during the Brainiac story arc in Action Comics mm-hmm. have taken and made a whole new planet Krypton 
opposite the sun from the earth. Uh-huh. And General Zod is there. That's terrible. He's been released from the Phantom Zone, and he is acting as their head of military. That's he's a good guy. Good. What? I mean, he's a good guy. Okay. Well, everyone thinks he's a good guy except Superman, who has now gone to New Krypton to be a part of that. Civil- to he's He has, dink, dink, shed his humanity to go be a part of New Krypton because he knows Zod is up to something. So he is he's going to really kind of get close to Zod and keep an eye on what Zod's doing. And so far, really right now, the only title that has Superman in it full-time is called Superman in the World of New Krypton. And it's only supposed to be running for 12 issues, and they should be up to eight by now. In the Superman titles, a hero by the name of Monel has taken over, but it's still Superman. The book is still titled Superman. And in action comics, um, Flamebird and Nightwing have taken over. Okay. Yeah. Flamebird is a chick from the Krypton, from Kandor, that when they got out, she's, so she's a Kryptonian. She wears armor. Nightwing is not Dick Grayson, uh, who's the original Robin. Nightwing is actually Christopher Kent. Ah. Chris Kent escaped from the Phantom Zone and, uh, and now parading as a superhero. And he's got some issues. So I would say get into Superman World of New Krypton if you want to. Actually, right now, there's also the ongoing Superman Secret Origins, which is written by Jeff Johns. They're rebooting the origin of Superman, bringing Superboy back into it and everything like that. Cool. Jeff Johns, one of the greatest comic book writers out there right now. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Now, from Superman fans who are longtime, lifelong Superman fans since the 80s, aren't a big fan of what Jeff Johns is doing, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people are loving it. So, uh, dude, you might want to go check out uh, Secret Origins and then then wait for there to jump in. Do what now? So I'm going to check that out. Apparently in there, like Pete Ross breaks his arm, and on the cast, someone named Chloe S. signed it. Oh, yeah. that's exciting. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not saying they're going to bring Chloe in to the comics full-time or anything. But uh, but that's still cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one comes from Ron. Ron says, I'm not sure if I've emailed you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the not sure if it's a first-time emailer or not. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Um, I'm not sure if I've emailed you, but I know I left a five-star review on iTunes. Yay! Yeah, I was going to I was going to settle for a woohoo. I mean, that deserves one. Woohoo! Woo, there you go. Um, a- after listening to you for the first time a few months ago, I also left a gushing comment on the Big Honkin' Show's website. Yes. Aww. Since then, I've gone back and listened to most of your earlier podcasts and really enjoyed them. I'm almost caught up. I want to encourage everyone, <laughs> don't go back and listen to the old ones. Go start at about episode episode 14, I think, was the one with Derek and I doing the Muppet Talk. That's From there forward one. is the way to go. Um, everything else is just rough. Rough. He says, first, guess what? I don't think I'm a classic geek. I enjoyed watching Star Wars, all six, but they're just movies. Don't think I've watched any of the latest Star Trek movies. I know you hate Star Trek, but it is a visible segment of geekdom. My husband and I might get around to watch... Oh, this isn't Ron, unless Ron's got a husband. Oh, this is Pam. Oh, hi, Pam. In Ron's email. Uh, My husband and I might get around to watching the J.J. Abrams Star Trek at some point. I love a few geeky things that you don't. 
such as Fringe, Lost. We just we just talked about Lost. And really don't like a few geeky things like you do, such as Heroes or Smallville. Oh, <clears throat> Pam. Smallville? Pam, uh, she says, I know you might be getting angry at me. Hey, it's, no, I'm not getting angry at you, Pam. I pity you, not because of Heroes, because Heroes, you can take or leave now at this point. But Schmavir? You, you got to give it a shot. I want to encourage you to You're give Smallville out. a shot. Yeah, I really do. Second, I'm pretty sure I'm not in your largest demographic. I'm a woman, and in the southern tradition of womanhood, I won't share my age, but I'll just say I was in college when what I'll always just call Star Wars came out. So she's, she is 35. You think so? No. But. I was thinking more like 32. We don't know. No, no, no. I'm 32. Oh. Star Wars came out in 1977. So anyhow, we're not going to do the math. Um, <laughs> third, another guess what? I'm your fan. Don't just say I'm a listener. I listen to you when you talk about comic books. I've maybe read 10 Archie comics in my life. I had a childhood friend who had some 60s Batman, Superman, something. They were boring. Sorry, but I love listening to you talk about them. I listen to you when you talk about Smallville. I watch 10 minutes of it. It's boring. Please don't oh. call, please don't call oh. it boring. Oh my don't, god. Don't try to start right in the middle of this season. Please, yes, yes. To go back just to season 1. Netflix it. Mhm. I just use Netflix as a verb. Yes, that's fine. Okay. Um he says uh or she says I listen to you when you talk about heroes. I think it's dreadful. I okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't I don't dig that's heroes fun. either. Oh my Atlanta. Another break in the in the podcasting world. Um the Georgia Georgia Tech game is tonight. Missing it right now to podcast. Georgia is up on Georgia Tech seven to nothing at the end of the first quarter. That is, that's, that's, that's blowing big. my mind right now, which means we'll get blown out forty-eight to seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Heroes is dreadful. She says, "I'll kind of give you the Muppets, but not really my cup of tea." <sighs> what do you like, Pam? Don't cry. Lost in Fringe. She doesn't lost, like. lost, I can get. The Muppets fringe, are not. Have you fringe. seen Muppets Bohemian Rhapsody, Casey? No, I haven't. Pause. Pause. We're pausing. Yeah, we got to pause to do this. Pam, we'll be right back. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies, and see. I'm just a poor boy, I need no sympathy. Cause I'm easy come, easy go, little high, little low. Any way the wind blows, doesn't really matter. Mama, 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 mama,
silhouette of a clam Scaramouche, Scaramouche, Scaramouche will you do the fandango? Galileo, 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 Figaro. I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Sparing his life from his monstrosity. No, no, no. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Manamana. Let me throw. Manamana. They will not let you throw. Let me they will not let you blow. Let me jump. Do not like your jokes. Let me jump. Do not like your jokes. Let me jump. No, 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 no. Scooter? Uh, yeah, Chief? Remind me to stop setting up these video conferences. They're not very productive. You got it. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Um, Casey. Hilarious. Yes, Casey just watched the Muppets I Bohemian Rhapsody. Pam, YouTube Muppets Bohemian Rhapsody. Obviously, <laughs> I'm going to say if you were in college around the time that Star Wars came out, you then should love number one Queen and, and the music thereof. <laughs> But uh, but oh my gosh, <laughs> what a great, so what a great version of that. Anyhow, <laughs> Pam goes on to say, um, after before she made us sad, um, uh, she said, "I'll kind of give you them up. It's not really my cup of tea, but you, sir, are hysterical. Thank you, Pam. You make me wish I enjoyed those things. <laughs> anyway, I love listening to you on Geek Out Loud. I love even more listening to the Big Honkin' Show. You and Buck make me smile the whole time I'm listening. I do." Uh, <laughs> and you know buck i do know buck yeah see what this is the thing is 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 i'm bringing all the people back together is this your plan <laughs> it's my, it's i'm getting the band back together she says get over it you have fans yeah i appreciate it 
Um, I appreciate you keeping the podcast fairly clean. Sorry for the long email, but it's a reaction to at least 30 podcasts. <laughs> I hope you're able to keep up podcasting and the Big Honkin' Show for a very long time. Thanks for all you do. Pam in Albuquerque. Pam, thank you for the kind words. Yeah. That's all I can say to that is thank you for the kind words. Um, that's all I can say. That's all I can say to that is thank you for the kind words. I'm okay. <clears throat> I'm good. <clears throat> this comes from uh, Eli. Is that Eli or Ellie Molina? I think that's Ellie. Okay. No, Eli. It's Eli. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Eli. That's weird. Eli says, hey, Steve, you are one funny brother. I've never <laughs> written into any kind of show, so this might be a long one. So this is a first time email. First time. <laughs> Whoopsie! First, I want to thank you for so much enjoyment. It all started with my first podcast, Shoe, with your endless plugs of goal. Then to Sky Next, can't believe it's canceled, where you were even funnier. So I finally gave it. I finally gave in to goal, and it's been great. Eli, you need to talk to Pam <laughs> because Pam will tell you to turn on the Big Honkin' Show, BigHonkinShow dot com. I'm, you know what? I just. Uh, I don't know. One of these days, I want to hear <laughs> from someone other than Dave. Hey, Steve. And I heard someone else. I, I, I know I've read one, at least one other email. Hey, Geek Out Loud, I came to first. I found you because I found you, not because of Shoe or, or Skynex. Not that I I appreciate Shoe and Skynex and what they've meant for this podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, says, I need your help. You see, you put me on the Force cast, and you're right. It's great. I've always been a Star Wars fan, but never got to enjoy it to the fullest. When I was growing up as a kid, I was heavily into baseball. See, Eli, that's where we were different. I was just heavy. I spent most of my time trying to make it as a pro, but due to injury, only made it to single A. So I miss out on a lot of Star Wars. So I'm trying to catch up now. Better late than never, right? I have a couple of questions from listening to the Force cast. What is the GU and the EU, the George Lucas Universe and the Extended Universe? The reason I'm asking is I'm interested in audiobooks and not sure which ones are official and which ones are not. I'm going away for for a week on vacation to the Dominican Republic, second week of November. Oh, wow. We just missed oh, him. Oh, just missed him. Daggummit. Mm. And would like to listen to the official audiobooks. Oh, my gosh. Man, do you feel bad now, Steve? Yes. Don't, don't feel too... Don't. I do. Don't. Um, it's okay. I'd appreciate it if you could send me or direct me to a list because I tried to go to iTunes and it's overwhelming. I don't know what's what be awesome if you can help me out. A couple of other various questions, and I'll end the longest email I've ever sent. I hate to type. Do you watch Heroes, and what do you think? <clears throat> okay, let's t- before we get into the questions, mm-hmm. I'm going to address the EU. Have you ever read any Star Wars novels, Casey? I've... No. Okay. I mean, I've read, like, the official, like, movie Right, novels. right, 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 yeah. I've read, like, those. But okay. You love Star Wars. I do. Yeah. Um, but you're content with it without the books and stuff. I would like to read some of the mm-hmm. books. I think I just get lost in yeah. some of them. Uh, Eli, it's, this question is hard. Like, I couldn't have just emailed you back and said, the EU is what is called the expanded universe, and basically just about anything that you don't see on a movie or in now the Clone Wars cartoon is not official George Lucas-approved canon for Star Wars. Um it can be taken as though it's just uh, someone who was involved in the events, their interpretation of it. It could be 
taken as this could have happened but didn't. It could be taken a million different ways. There, there are diehard fans of the expanded universe that say, yes, this is the way it is. This is all canon. This is all official. However, because of some of the changes George Lucas made along the way, there are some things that kind of got had to be switched around and, and changed and that sort of thing. So, um, so the thing is, is when you get into the expanded universe, understand that it is always kind of in flux based on what George Lucas does with, well, with now the Clone Wars and with the upcoming live action series. Having said that, the next thing you got to decide is what do you want? Where do you want to start with Star Wars? Do you want to start before Phantom Menace? Because there are books that go even thousands of years before the Phantom Menace. Do you want to go in the middle of the Clone Wars? Because there's a whole series that takes place during the Clone Wars. Between episodes three and four, there's not much. There's like one or two books. Um, One of which is very awesome, called Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. My Lanta. That is an amazing, amazing book. And it's how and, and it shows you in that book how Obi Wan finds out that Darth Vader survived on Mustafar. And it is mm-hmm. intense. That is actually approved George Lucas can in that book. I mean he is he said this is approved. Um or if you just want to kind of fill in some gaps, there's a book that takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi called Shadows of the Empire. It is official George Lucas canon. It's been said said as such. Beyond that, everything else is kind of after Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Drew a blank there. Um, and I would suggest... I tell you what to do to get your feet wet in the Star Wars universe as far as the expanded universe goes. There's a trilogy called Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, and The Last Command, written by Timothy Zahn. These were the first Star Wars novels uh, to come out in the 90s. There had been other Star Wars novels, and of course you had the Marvel comics stuff, but these were the first that really kind of started to bring back Star Wars into the collective conscious of society after a period of darkness and sadness Aww. where people didn't know. Aww. Aww. Um, so I would say start there, depending on the... It's a, that's a deep question, sir. Uh, but you're right. You can't just jump in anywhere willy-nilly because well, you will get lost. What about the New Jedi Order series? What do you think <clears throat> about that one? The New Jedi Order series is okay. It was It was long. Yeah. Um. Like, there the, are, like, so many Yeah, books the problem is the first book of the New Jedi Order series is called Vector Prime. The problem is if you pick up Vector Prime and start reading it, you're going to be thrown in this world where Han and Leia have kids who are pretty much grown up. Um, you're going to be in a situation where Luke is married to someone that you don't have a clue who she is. Um, you're going to be in a situation where there's been a lot of other events take place that they'll reference, and you're like, huh? You'll be like, I do uh, <laughs> and and um and so the really the the best place in my opinion is to start is with that is with that Timothy Zahn trilogy. The the Timothy Zahn books were written more like Star Wars than any other books that I can think of. Now my friend Michael Cohen disagrees with me. However, I just know I remember reading those books and just hearing the soundtrack play. 
in my head as I was reading. I mean, the way the books open, they open in space on a Star Destroyer, you know, and that sort of, like, just like the movies did. And, um, and so, you know, that's a good place to start. And if you like those, then you can kind of say, I really enjoyed reading Star Wars because it's never going to be the same as the movie. Right. You know, the, the movies are, George Lucas made these things to be movies. Mm-hmm. And so they don't translate well into literature necessarily. So, anyhow, so that's, I mean, that's what I would say is just start with those. If you want to go after Return of the Jedi. Because, um, like, New Jedi Order is, like, 25 years after Return of the Jedi or longer. Yeah. So it's crazy, yo. Okay. So a couple of other various questions. He says, <clears throat> do you watch Heroes and what do you think? I do watch Heroes. I'm going to bullet point these. Do you watch Heroes? No. Um, the season four has been better than season three. What was so wrong with Terminator 3? I heard you and Derek bashing it. Um, it's just popular to bash it, so I bashed it. Terminator 3, <laughs> people were kind of off-put by it based on a few things that it seemed to kind of undo from Judgment Day that they weren't very happy with. Um, I know you're a big Hulk fan, so Red Hulk? Uh, yeah, Red Hulk is not actually the Hulk. It's a whole different character that's calling himself Red Hulk. Uh, He's got the same power set as Hulk and that sort of thing. He could be stronger, and no one really knows who he is right now. So that's the mystery going on in in the Hulk books. Um, Also, so many people didn't like Ang Lee's Hulk. I thought his view of the Hulk was better than the second movie, and it was cool how some parts were viewed through a comic book view. No. Uh, (laughs) Your new radio show, is there any way I can listen to it in New York online? Yes, the, the Big Honkin' Show streams live every Saturday morning, 10 to 11 Eastern Time. Just go to BigHonkinShow.com, click on the Listen Live tab, and you can listen live right on your computer. Or you can download it as a podcast the following Monday. Finally, I always wanted to collect cool toys and things, but I live in an apartment in New York City, so I'm not so lucky. How about some pics of the Star Wars room for the fans? That would be great to see. Thanks again. I appreciate it. You're a fan. Eli, you're not a fan, Eli. You're a listener. Um, I guess I can get some picks up. I gotta. I'm, the Star Wars room is still a work in progress. I've still got to get a few more shelves and tables in there to really get what I like. But I guess I can take a picture of some of the shelves that I got set up and yeah, and post. That'd be, nice. that'd, be that'd be a blog post that I could do. Oh yeah, there you go. So. You could, oh, you could tell us all about your Star Wars room. Yeah. And your blog. Yeah. I also have a superhero side of the Star Wars room. You've seen it, you know. I haven't seen it recently. Yeah, nothing's different. Oh. I mean, what if I had time? You don't. No time. Stupid time. Oh. If you could just slow down time. Oh. Wouldn't that be great? Yes, like like Hero on, on Heroes. All right, Casey. It's yeah. been Thanksgiving just got over. It did, which and it means, was delicious. Yes, it was. <laughs> Were you in the zone on Thanksgiving? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> which brings us to the Christmas holiday season. I know. I've decorated my house already. Have you really? I have. I have a pink Christmas tree, and it's adorable. Yeah? Yeah. Pink. You're all about the pink, huh? I really like pink. Hmm. I like pink and green. They're just my favorite I'm giving colors. You, I'm giving you a look. I know. I'm sorry. Mm. Well, I'm a girl. I don't know why I'm giving you that look. That's cool if you like pink and green. Okay. I don't know about a pink Christmas tree. Are you saying that the tree itself is pink? It is. Or it's it is tinsel. adorned with pink decorations? No, it's tinsel. It's pink. It's and that doesn't look pink. tacky, Casey? No, it's adorable. I'll, I'll send in a picture. 
I'll blog okay. about it. Okay, all right. I love Christmas time. <laughs> How do you feel about Christmas time? I like Christmas too. I the lights. Mm-hmm. I love Christmas. I love it when people, even trashy Christmas lights, I absolutely love. Oh, where they're strung like all over everywhere and not in any like sane Or order. like when they're just left over from last year and they just plugged them in. Oh, yeah. yeah, and half the strand doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Even it's that, fantastic. I, well, it's just, it's like, thank you for trying. Yeah. You've got cheer. You've got Christmas cheer somewhere in there. My grandmother is about four foot tall, mm-hmm. and she likes to string lights from all her <coughs> trees outside, but she can only reach the very bottom limbs. Mm-hmm. This is really funny. She just throws the lights over it and sees what happens. Nice. And when you're a kid, it's mm-hmm. magical and it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but when you grow up, it's like, really? You could have got some help with that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, love I love Christmas. Christmas. I love Christmas music. I love Christmas food. Christmas cookies. Ooh, cookies. I love the Christmas, the little Debbie Christmas tree cakes, which are just oh, the yeah. zebra cakes in Christmas tree form. I know, and you can get them green or brown. Yeah, I love the um, I I love Reese's trees. Reese's oh yeah, because you don't mm, have the edges and it's that's like more right. peanut butter. Oh my gosh, yeah. Just I love Christmas. It's the best. I love working for Santa Claus at Christmas. I I work for Santa Claus. Do you really? Yeah. Do you know I, him? Yeah. Well, yes. Um, he actually <laughs> employed me because I'm a big guy. Uh huh. You know, the truth of the matter is, and and I think kids everywhere realize this, is that Santa can't be everywhere at once, and so Santa in a mall here can't be here if he's in a mall here you know or he yeah well you know he's really really busy at the north right. pole That's like so trying so to he's make got sure he keeps everything in order right so what he does basically is he makes a few appearances here and there as he can but mm-hmm. he taps other people to say you're jolly enough you're, it's a pretty rigorous application process is it? Gonna, it is. I'm not going to lie to you. Do they do background checks? They too? do background checks. Uh, they've had to start doing that in recent years but they do you have to do a laugh you have to um, you have to model the suit. See how you look in the suit. Yeah. Um, you have to uh, you have to. They. It's really. It's you have to see how you act with reindeer in case you're in a situation with live animals. Uh huh. Um, you just a whole bunch of stuff, and you also have have to they do memorization tests on you because kids come talk to you, tell you what you want. You have to remember that stuff. So that you can report back to Santa Claus. Exactly, because you don't have a notepad right, right there. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so, so how do you how do you memorize things? Do well, you do a song. It's yeah, kind of. It's it's really tough. Um, but once you see the kid and you've kind of interacted with him, uh-huh. my my thing is I have to interact with the with the with the kid, right? And kind of get them talking and get them conversing. Then there'll be something that'll stick that in my memory, and I'll remember this is what they wanted. It gets hard if they come to you with a big list. Mm-hmm. At which point you ask for a copy of the list so that you can then get to Santa. Right. So, um, but what they don't tell you in the application process, and maybe I shouldn't put this out there, but what they don't tell you in the application process is you're going through all these rigorous tests. Is once you've passed, Santa makes it pretty easy for you because you get a little pack of Santa magic. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, you, and it's it's only enough to use through Christmas, and so like. This week, I'll be getting my pack of Santa Magic in the mail. Are you excited for that? Well, I'm always excited for it because I like working for Santa. So it's really cool. And so what it does is it helps you be a little jollier. It helps you remember things better. And, you know, it's just, it's Santa Magic. 
That's incredible. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really It's really, cool. really awesome to have the inside info here. I'm a bastion of inside info. But because I love Christmas so much, one of the things I do love about Christmas in the holiday season are Christmas specials, yeah. Christmas episodes of TV shows, yeah. Christmas movies. I love Christmas movies, too. And so I figured we'd take, or you figured, I mean, because this was your, I'm not going to lie, Casey, I'll tell them it was your idea to talk Christmas movies. Okay. Um, it was my idea. That's. I just said that. I just wanted to say it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So we. So you say, let's talk about some Christmas movies, and then we'll, and we'll do so. And so you're like, well, what movies are there? And so we <laughs> we sat down and we thought of a few. I, let's go ahead and get this one out of the way real quick. Because you said you don't like it. Yeah. You don't like a Christmas story? You know, I think maybe it was just before my time. Have you watched it? Yeah, and I just... Fa-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra? The child is just... This is really mean, but he is just annoying to me. Like, And he's an, just... He's an ugly kid. And I don't mean that to be like mean, but I just ra 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 ra. It doesn't ra 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 ra. He's not Scooby Doo. No, it's the at the end when they're having Chris. They have to have Christmas dinner at the Chinese restaurant. The guys are singing Jinger Bears. See, and I just deck I the horrors with bears of Hari. Fa ra 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 ra. I've just never enjoyed it. It has always made me feel really bad. When old fudge. I mean, whenever. He shoots the BB gun and he's crying. And he's whining. I'm just like, please. But he figures out how to get out of trouble and about his glasses breaking. Yeah, I'm just. It's good times. I don't know. I do. Uh, that's a great movie. Know. Kid gets his tongue I know, stuck a lot to the pole. That, really that was love the Dumb it. and Dumber bit before the Dumb and Dumber bit, Casey. Well, I mean, I know a lot of people love it, and you know, good for you guys. I really have wanted to really enjoy this movie, and mm-hmm. I've tried it a couple of times, and it's like Gremlins, you know. It's just not. I heard it's terrifying. You didn't like Gremlins. They're just. I absolutely love a Christmas story. It's just, it's one of those classics to me that I look forward to every year on on Christmas Eve when they play it for twenty four hours. Yeah. See, I just want to watch Scooby Doo Christmas I special. I understand. Or something else. One we can agree on. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the most family-friendly fri- Christmas movie ever. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it is so my favorite. I, that one's my favorite. That's the one that on really? Christmas Eve I must watch. Oh, at some point, like talking about it right now, I want to go home and put it in and watch yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I absolutely love. Now, it, again, it might not be the most family-friendly unless you catch it on TV and some of the right. stuff is edited out. But... It's it's Clark Griswold. It's the Griswold family. It's a Griswold He's family hilarious. Christmas, and anything that can go wrong <laughs> does go wrong, and and it all has a heartwarming ending in the end, kind of, sort of. It's hilarious. <laughs> Is they're cheesy and funny. It's. And so my favorite. Lana always end up quoting from it because <laughs> it is one of those movies that you quote. Is when cousin Eddie has come in. They're hanging out. They're drinking eggnog. And Clark says, out of those reindeer glasses with the reindeer <laughs> handles, says, can I get you anything, Eddie? Something to eat? More eggnog? Take you out in the middle of nowhere? Leave you for dead? <laughs> no, I'm just fine, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is everybody knows an Eddie. Everybody. And some of oh, us yeah. even have people in their family like him. 
who oh, roll yeah. up in the nasty RV and they're like, don't you go eyeing that RV because when we leave here in six <laughs> months, it's going with me, you know? Yeah. So, Merry Christmas! <laughs> Crapper was full. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the first line that pops mm-hmm. into my head. But I really like the beginning where they go get the tree and they have to dig it oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Huge roots on the top. It's fantastic. When they're driving down the road singing, he's like, Deck the halls with bells of holly. <laughs> Sing it, Russ. And when he's getting ready to light, light, the, house. light the house, and oh. Chevy Chase is only Chevy can do. <laughs> Joy to the world. Oh. So good. So good. But then it's got that little tender moment when he's up in the attic and they're playing Ray Charles and everyone's left him shopping. He's up there trying to get them in. And he's freezing. And then the ceiling ceiling crashes down. (laughs) And he rubs his hands together to get the heat from down below. And then they drop him out. Oh, yeah. That's a great... Christmas vacation is just one of those great, fun, especially if you're in college. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's timeless. It really is, you know... It's there, there are some hairstyle issues and everything, but because you're dealing with mostly older people, uh-huh. nothing really changes. So it is kind of a timeless mm-hmm. movie, you know. It really is, and um, love some Christmas <laughs> Vacation. Uh, Muppets Christmas movie. Carol. I hadn't seen this in years. Me either. I, I remember it being my least favorite of the Muppet movies. I just don't because it's just not as funny as the rest mm-hmm. of them to me, and you kind of know what's going to happen. Um, but uh, but I do love the Muppets, and therefore I, you know, I know that I love this somewhere in my heart. I just hadn't watched it in years. But what I have seen is a Muppets Family Christmas, which was mm-hmm. a made-for-TV special that came on like in 1989, and it featured the Muppets, the Sesame Street characters, and the Fraggles all Aww. together in one in one episode, Cute. going to Fozzie Bear's grandma's house. And there was a recurring gag when they'd walk in the door. There was an ice patch that they would always slip on as they walked through the door. <laughs> so, That's funny. And uh, there's a moment between the Swedish chef and Big Bird because Swedish chef sees Big Bird and he's like, "Ooh, the turkey, the turkey, you're scared of murder, the turkey." Dude. That's um, terrible. <laughs> they did last year. They they had a Muppet special on called the Muppets Christmas Letters from Santa, or Letters to Santa. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. I felt like. Watching it, I felt like some of the jokes were rushed. Like they had to, their timing wasn't quite where it needed to be mm. with some of the jokes. But it felt like a classic Muppets thing because a lot of cameos, a lot of you know big names, big stars. Um, Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. Now, Casey, you don't know this, but I have <laughs> been engaged in an ongoing debate. Uh, Derek is on my side. Jason, aka Super Clerk. Uh-huh. Uh, and Dan, his co-host on the Flicks podcast, they're on my side. But we've been in an ongoing debate with our good friend Justin, who's a listener to the podcast. What up, Justin? Um, all in good-natured fun and everything on Flicks about how Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. about family and... There are Christmas family. lights. It is about family. And well, Justin's there's thing some is action just, thrown in. There's just like an action Justin's Christmas Justin's thing movie. is just because it happens on Christmas doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Oh, but... I'm sorry. Go I just ahead. got carried away. It reminded me of the... Um, what's the Christmas movie with Arnold 
and he's after a toy. Oh, Santa. Uh, uh, Santa, or is like Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way, yes. Ah. With Jake Lloyd, by the way. Yeah. Played Anakin Skywalker in episode one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good, that also had the giant. I really like that too. Wrestler, or the big, she's now known as the big show. He was in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, as one of the Santa Clauses they get in a fight with. It was so funny. And that was actually, I saw it one time in theaters, and I don't remember it being that great. Well, see, I liked it because yeah. I was a kid, I sure, guess. Sure, sure. Um, but Die Hard, you yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. I got a confession to make. Have never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. Why not? I just never have. I'm not into Tim Burton all that much. Oh, he kind of irks me. Sometimes. Yeah. But this came out like a long time ago. Yeah. So. Is it pretty good? I mean, I like it, but it's kind of a cross between Halloween and Christmas, sure, and it sure. gets a little, you know, confusing. But well, basically, it's this like little world, and they. They're, they all they celebrate is Halloween all mm-hmm, the time, mm-hmm. and then one person finds Christmas land, Jack. and so yeah, yeah, Jack finds Christmas, yeah. and he wants to bring it back and share it with everyone. So and I they like don't it. Want it. Well, they don't understand it, but it's it's really cute. You should cool. give it a shot. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you <laughs> old dear. <laughs> No. Every time a bell rings. An angel gets his wings. This was, this is a thing where this really doesn't have much to do with Christmas either. It just kind of happens on Christmas. But it's about family. Well, right. And that was our, that was one of our defenses to Justin, who he said, if you're going to say Die Hard's not a Christmas movie because it doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas, then you can't say It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas But it movie. kind of does because they're trying to have Christmas dinner. and. I agree. I agree completely. Uh, you want the moon? I'll give you the moon. <laughs> <clears throat> Cobra Commander doing It's a Wonderful Life. Do it. What do you want, Mary? Do you want the moon? I'll give you the moon. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street. Oh. New one or old one? This is I more like, now. These are ones you said. Yeah, I like the you know the newer one. What is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? It's about you know a kid who doesn't really get Christmas. I mean, she her mom tells her, Santa, yeah, there's right? no, yeah, okay. there's no Santa, and and there is a Santa, and he works at Macy's, and it's it's really cool. <laughs> I like it. Um, is that the one where he goes to court? Yeah. Why does he go to court, Casey? He has to defend that he's actually he's Santa, Santa. And he enters his name as being Chris Kringle at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those heartwarming movies, especially with the little girl, Mira. I forget her last name now that I've closed out IMDb. <laughs> um, and the newer one. Yeah. That little girl, when she was a little girl, she just would melt your heart with it. When she would start to cry, like it she makes just you want to bre- cry. Yeah, it yeah. would break your heart. I'm a man, and I'm not scared to say that, that little girl <laughs> broke my heart when she, she was would like cry. the Dakota Fanning of 1994. Like she was in all these little okay, movies. She was a lot cuter than Dakota Fanning. She was. Cuter. She was a cuter little girl. To she me. was much cuter. Yeah. Um, but Miracle on 34th Street is one of those that just make you feel great about Christmas in the end. I mean, just makes you feel great about believing in Santa Claus. Loving the holiday, loving the loving the spirit of what Christmas is all about. It's like Elf. My second favorite. Absolutely love, love Elf. I love, love where he love, gets hit by the car every single time. <laughs> I am not prepared, and it is like the well, funniest you know thing that's ever one of my because favorite. he flips up, and yeah. it's just like I was I was not expecting that. Every single time, it gets me. 
just a cotton-handed ninny muggins. <laughs> you that you know that's like one of my favorite bits is people getting hit by a car out of that's nowhere. Weird. Yeah, and, it's. Yeah. I know that's weird. I know, but Austin Green. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, because whenever he was on, I don't remember which show, yeah, but he yeah. was talking about, oh, that's one of yeah. his favorites, and uh, he brought up M- Meet Joe Black, and mm-hmm. that's the first time that yeah. I had seen that. That was my first experience yeah. with the getting hit by the car thing, and I was the only person in the theater that laughed. Right. I mean, oh, I was just like, So <laughs> you love that bit, too. Yeah, like, I was the only person Even that in intense that. moments, I just think yeah. that is one of the craziest <laughs> bits ever. Um, Smallville kind of turned on its head with the aftermath of said bit <laughs> in the tallow this year. Um, but Elf, I mean, did Will Ferrell peak at Elf? Mm. Did he was do... Was that after Anchorman? I know that was... Yes, it was after Anchorman. Anchorman was fantastic. But my thing is, was it before or after Ricky Bobby? That was... Um, wait, Ricky... Oh, yeah. Wait. The Talladega Nights. I'm so confused now. Talladega Nights was after Elf, I think. And he did Stranger Than Fiction after Elf. I believe. Did you like Stranger Than Fiction? I did. I liked it okay. I liked it. I mean, it was a good movie. It. I was really disappointed in, in Will Ferrell because of all the people that I would never expect to... Um take that independent movie route you're trying to i know it was a kind of a goofy role and some of the things they had to do was a little goofy but to try to take the more serious film role you know the more artistic route i never expected him to do i was i shouldn't say i'm disappointed in him i mean it, oh, god no, bless I him he can it. do whatever he wants to with his career but I uh liked it. here we go we're <laughs> i just laugh when i look at the guy he's just funny he and it's not that he's funny he's looking um Let's see, where did Elf come about in the realm of things? Um, Oh, wow, no. Anchorman came out after Elf. I did not realize that. So he peaked at Anchorman. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Kicking and screaming was good. Elf is down there. Right. It's 2003. Oh. 2004. It goes... Bottom to top. Most okay. recent's at the top. Um, see, there's Talladega Nights. I don't know. Nights. Talladega Nights was pretty good. I liked him in The Producers also. I didn't see that. It was funny. I just absolutely elf love elf. Absolutely. You should. We should. Listen, it was on uh, USA last night. Elf was? Mm-hmm. And there. I walked by toward the end where they're just all singing outside of Central Park. And when the dad starts singing, it gets me every time. I'm Aww. like, I, I don't choke up and cry, but I'm like, it's heartwarming. I get the warm fuzzies every yeah. single time. Like it all, it never, it never is not a big moment to me when he starts singing and that causes the claws of meter on the sled to go way up. So I know it's just the elk, gives so you that the reindeer can fly. Feeling. Yes, it's really great. It's so good. Such a good and so much fun. That movie is so much fun when he's I love like, it. well, they're on their little date, and he's like. The key is to, <laughs> to keep your arms inside. He's running around the revolving door. He's like, just jump in at any point. Uh, you get ready. He's like walking around New York City and he's yes. pulling the gum off of his so And gross. eating it, yeah. Uh, after he'd been told not to. He makes, brec- makes uh, sack lunches for everybody. Yes. 
Oh, so the, gross. the moment when he is drinking, when he drinks the whole two liter Coke <laughs> and he just burps the long, loud bell <laughs> and looks at the kid and says, Did you hear that? <laughs> the whole movie is hilarious to me. I love it. All right, everyone. Santa Claus is coming to our. <gasps> I know him. I know him. I know him. And then he decorates the old... Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. So cool. I think corporates come in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It is a great movie. It so is, funny. It, well, it gives you the warm holiday fuzzies. Yeah. Now, Casey, there's one holiday special that you've not seen that's out there. Um, mm-hmm. You can only see it via bootleg VHS or DVDs anymore. It, it aired one time and never to be seen again in any officially released capacity. And I'm talking about the Star Wars Holiday Special. This mm-hmm. bad boy came out in November of 1979. Might be why I didn't see it. Yeah. And it is terrible. <laughs> it is the worst like, did you ever see the Ewoks movies they put out? No. Worse than those. Did you ever see, like, the Droids cartoon or the Ewoks cartoon? No. Worse than those. Did you see the Clone Wars movie that came out that everyone hated so much last year? No. Worse than that. Um, what is your least favorite Star Wars movie? Mm, I don't I don't know. Well. I don't have a least. Favorite. Yeah, your least favorite Star Wars movie. It is ten bazillion times worse than that here is the premise let me just let me tell you the premise of this of this story of the holiday special it all takes place it all takes place on kashik the wookie planet okay okay where the wookies are getting ready to celebrate life day okay Mm -hmm. we're taken to the home of chewbacca where his wife and his dad or her dad, maybe it's his father-in-law, but it's old lumpy or, or grumpy or something. <laughs> and his child uh-huh. are all getting ready, trying to get you know prepared because Chewie's coming home. There's a scene where you go to the cockpit of the Falcon and Han's like, don't worry, we'll be home. You know, we'll, I'll have him there for life day. And there's a whole thing where they're being chased by Imperials and that sort of thing. Uh, Luke shows up at one point. He's got so much makeup on, he could be a clown. But it's because mm-hmm. I think it's right around, right after the time that he had his wreck. Mark Hamill had his wreck. So he had to really lay the makeup on thick. Okay. So, but there are different stars who were stars at the time that are part. B. Arthur mm-hmm. makes an appearance in it as a lady who works in the cantina on Tatooine. <laughs> and she sings a song uh, to kick all the aliens out of, of there because it's closing time and she's kicking them all out. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and, and there is a song, there is someone, oh, I can't remember the woman's name, but anyhow, Chewie's dad, gray old Wookiee has this thing. And there's like this, she's a singer from the seventies that's on it. There is no, he puts it on his head like a, like a virtual reality thing. And there mm-hmm. she is just kind of singing to him and saying weird things to him. Like it's not left open to interpretation what old man's doing. It's really weird. Okay. It is really really weird. <laughs> and uh, and I don't know who thought of this or what they were thinking, but 
someone was high on some cool whip or something some they've done some whippets but uh jefferson starship does a number in it for some reason um but anyhow chewing them make it back and basically what life day is is they hold up this orb thing and all the wookies are transported to this other place in space and they're all wearing snuggies <laughs> they really have snuggies it's like snuggy robes they're all wearing and um carrie fisher sings a song terribly <laughs> really quick pause georgia 17 georgia tech three at the half that is ridiculous um but carrie fisher sings a song and I don't know if she was baked or drunk or what. But it's I, I don't I think everyone who worked on this thing was. The one redeeming thing is there's an animated segment in the middle of it where they meet Boba Fett. And it's just an it's an animated adventure with all the characters and all the original actors do the voices of said characters. And uh and it's pretty cool. It's where we uh, we were first introduced to Boba Fett ever in Star Wars history. But um, I'm telling you what, you need to watch it sometime. <laughs> I don't want to watch it now. It's worth. It's one of those things, Casey, where you get together with people to watch it just to laugh okay. and have fun. It's one of those. It's so bad that it's funny, and and sad. You find it? I'll watch oh, I've it got with it you. at the house. Oh no! You. <laughs> Oh no! Now I've now you I've just, got to watch you just it. Gotta watch. It's terrible! Oh, I love it. What I have I gotten it. myself into? Exactly, exactly. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it feels t- bad to say anything like that about anything Star Wars. Yeah, but it it really is rough. Like, and George Lucas is so embarrassed by it, he won't release anything <laughs> from it or about it. So, I guess I would be embarrassed yeah. too. Well, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I sat and watched this thing for the first time last year, and I was like, I don't understand any of this. It's like, what? It, yeah. I wanted to cry. Like, I really wanted to go run and hide under the bed. That's how freaked out I was. Sorry. It's got like some Land of the Lost type backgrounds <laughs> and stuff. It's really, I mean, it is bad 70s TV. Bad 70s TV. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. But uh, it's no Elf. Elf was awesome. Elf was the best. So uh, Another one that I think of that used to play, I don't know if they still play it on ABC or not, they used to play it a lot on ABC on Christmas Eve, was Santa Claus the movie. It was an old 80s movie um, where they had to save Santa Claus. Someone had to save Santa Claus, of course. Do you like the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies? Yeah. I've not really the watched first any of one, them. Yeah, I really liked. And yeah. then, oh, and then there's Home Before Home. What is that one called? I don't home know. Home for Christmas or something. Anyway, it has Jonathan Taylor Thomas. In oh it. yeah, yeah. Home, yeah, that, I know what you're talking about. Then there's from the '80s, the night they saved Christmas. If you believe enough in someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it. Where Art Carney played <laughs> Santa Claus. So, that's a classic. That's one we always loved around our house. Oh, yeah? Was that particular movie. Um, just so many. We saw, what was the movie that came out last year, year before last, with Santa's brother? It was Vince Vaughn. Fred Claus? Yes. Was Did that you see good? That? It was good in as much as I went and saw it with my brother, who uh-huh. I call Prince John because everybody loves him. <laughs> and so I kept looking at him during the movie. I'm like, look at that. And we had fun with it. But, I mean, I wouldn't suggest anybody 
go watch it. It's no mm-hmm. elf. Like, I mean, when you've talked about elf, you've peaked in your holiday. I, I've yet to see the holiday movie that competes with elf for me, the Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, elf is the, is a great Christmas movie. It is. I just love it. Well, you know what else I like to watch around Christmas What's time? What's that? Harry Potter. Yeah, especially that first one because they make a big deal about Christmas in the they first really one. They really do. I haven't seen... I've seen... I saw the first one and maybe half of it, maybe. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember seeing the first one's what really got me into Harry Potter and made me go watch... Go read the books and everything. Seeing them run through the brick wall is what made me oh, do yeah. it at the, at the station. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I was like, that's... I don't know why that captured my imagination so much, but it did. And you read them. Oh, yeah. That, right? yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what made me read them all. So they're on my bookshelf now at home. I mean, I'm a Yay. Harry Potter fan. That's one we haven't really done, Casey's Harry Potter. is a geek out loud on Harry Potter. I know. You got to come back for that. I will. So I still haven't seen Deathly Hollows from this past summer, by the way. Really? Yeah. That was probably that probably would have been my movie of the year, wouldn't it have been? Possibly. When is that coming out on DVD? I DVD. I don't know. Can DVD-DVD. we look it up? Sure. I don't. I don't know when it comes out, but I liked it a lot. Let me tell you what I can do. I can Google it. Google. It wasn't Deathly Hollows. What was it? Half Blood Prince. Harry yeah, I was about to say. Harry Potter and the Half Blood. I really liked it. Prince. Was it as good? As the book? I mean, did it? was it close to the book? Mm. You know, with all of these, they leave out a lot in the movies that are in the books. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to because of time. Sure, and, sure. And everything. And December 7th, next week. Ah! Yeah. That's exciting that I have to have that. <laughs> um, well, yeah, they have. I know they have to leave it out for adaptation's sake. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, well, like, for example, my least favorite Harry Potter movie that I've seen of the five mm-hmm. is Goblet of Fire because I love the book so much. Yeah, well, see, I didn't like the third one. The right. Th- the third one. Right. Order of the it. Phoenix, to me, made me appreciate the book more mm-hmm. because it really brought out some things that I kind of, I guess, glossed over in my reading of the book. Yeah. Um, as far as, because I, I just remember by the time I got to the big climax in Order of the Phoenix, I was just like, can this book just get over? Um, cause, well, because I was so tired of little toadstool woman. What was your name? The, mm. the little heifer. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Anyhow, I was so tired with all the conspiracy and all the hating on Harry and everything. I'm like, I just want them to understand uh, that Voldemort is back. He I killed know. Cedric Diggory, for crying out loud. I know, poor Cedric. <sighs> that was terrible. I cry every he time. He killed Robert Pattinson. When, when Cedric died in the, in the books, I cried really Isn't hard. Isn't that who Robert Pattinson played? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. I cried. That was blew my mind. Even in the movie, those books, I cried. The, let me tell you something. Those books are so well-crafted. I've said it before on the show. I'll say it again. She, If she never does anything else, she's done her job in writing mm-hmm. the Harry Potter books. I think she did a phenomenal those job. Those are wonderful, And what she books. did, in, you know, as far as she wasn't scared to let people die. Mm-hmm. She wasn't scared to let characters grow and, and change in ways that you may not think they would from the first time you see them when they're 10 and 11 years old. Yeah. You know, she was Jenny, wasn't, for instance. Yeah, Jenny, Jenny changes a lot. Well, the character of Snape, you know. I, and uh, Snape is, is so one of those... complicated. Sure. But you know what? I'm sure that Snape is one of those characters that she had in her mind from the get-go. This is the bad guy who ends up being good. I don't yeah. want to spoil anything for anybody. But 
at this what I at this point, guys. Yeah, if you haven't um, read the seventh book, um, uh, just cover your ears right, and go la 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 right. for a little while. I just I feel like she had his plan kind of in mind, but yeah. the journey to get from here to yon, I think, was so. Just, I think she let a lot of things flow that made that piled a lot of complication on him. That not in a yeah. bad way, but in a good way. You yeah. know, just a com- complexity to his character. So, That's but you I say all this to say you like to watch Harry Potter around Christmas time. I really do. Yeah, but you know, it, to go back to what you were asking <laughs> about the most recent one, I don't feel like they do enough development between. I mean, I know they play a lot between um, Dumbledore and Harry, mm-hmm. and they they try to show that. Mm-hmm. You know that they're—I don't know—their relationships growing or whatever. But I don't feel like they really yeah. do en- do enough with it. Well, I mean, they don't really. Uh, it's a little frustrating that has for to me. be, and, and to me, I agree with you there. That has to be one. Of the, I haven't seen it, but I'm saying that I agree with what you're, where you're coming from because that has to be one of the focal points of that movie because it was a focal point of the story that yeah. Dumbledore had let Harry had really kind of. Seem really to have abandoned Harry throughout the whole fifth book. Yeah, that though, though he, that wasn't what he was doing, of course. Mm-hmm. That in that sixth book, it was all about Dumbledore letting Harry know, "I'm not abandoning you." You know, so that what takes place there on page four seventy eight really, uh, you know, makes me weep. Yeah. So, but anywho, uh, but yes, I love watching those yes. Christmas time. <laughs> I really do. Well, Casey, I think that's going to wrap it up for us on this episode of Geek Out Loud. We're closing her down, closing shop. So, um, you can email me, geekoutonline at gmail.com, geekoutonline at gmail.com. We've got forums over at geekoutpodcast.com slash forums. Maybe some changes come to the forums uh, after the new year, and we'll keep you abreast of that situation if that happens. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm, I'm taking a definite uh, stance where this is going to be a definite monthly thing, Geek Out Loud is. And I'll try to make each episode special in some way. Still working with Kyle Newman, the director of Fanboys, to try to get him on. Um, that would be so cool. We just can't seem to get schedules lined up. So uh, hopefully, hopefully he'll be able to be on soon. Um, check out the blog. I'm trying to get that, trying to get the feedback on that with uh, stuff Casey's written. Uh, super clerks there. I'm sitting on a couple of uh, comic book reviews right now. I've got to get posted by he and Batman. So just a ton of stuff going on. You can check out my other endeavors at uh, BigHonkinShow.com. BigHonkinShow.com. That has nothing to do with geekdom. In fact, if you email me about geeky stuff, a lot of times at Big Honkin Show, I'm going to let that lie because it's more for a more general audience, and it's really just me and people having fun on Big Honkin Show. So, um, Casey, once again, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, always, anytime. You know you're welcome on this show anytime at all. So, and to everyone else, thank you for joining us. We'll see you in December with a very special Christmas episode uh, of Geek Out Loud. Have a good month. We'll see you next time. And the thing that will make them ring is the carol that you sing right within your heart. Oh.